Welcome to the Infinite Podcast. Welcome. Episode number six. six numero seis. Seis. What's up, guys? What's, what's happening? What's going on? How's life? Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. I'm a little bit less um, caffeined up this less. episode, so <laughs> I'll talk a little bit slower. Things always going on every episode. You're either sick, drunk. That's the life we live. Sick, drunk, tired. Stimulated. Caffeined up. Uppers, downers. We it really, don't matter. We really have our shit together. Yeah. This episode we do coke. This, uh, <laughs> but after, after, and then we'll record a bonus episode. <laughs> It'll record be like five minutes episodes. long. It'll be five minutes long, and we'll get everything. Hell yeah! In. So what's up? So your mind, man. man. What's in your mind? Too many things. Okay. But I've been thinking a lot about safety versus comfort. Mm. Uh, I've been having this conversation. I had this conversation. I think since thursday maybe like five times with a few different people mm. and i think the the answer is always the same the 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 verdict is always the same like we always agree that you know oh, i'm sorry i said safety versus comfort i mean mm-hmm. i mean uh passion versus comfort or passion versus safety that's what i mean mm-hmm. uh, i think that's everybody always says uh, like passion is the most important thing but the way everyone behaves they go for safety and comfort yeah as the most important thing yeah. um it's like the idea I, of passion is there but you don't they're not comfortable like pursuing it well you have to be uncomfortable it's difficult right? yeah right yeah. so if, if you find out most of the time, if you find out what you're passionate about and what, what you really want to do with your life, it's usually something that's not easy. Yeah. It's usually something that's not readily available, just there for you to to grab and start doing. Mm-hmm. It's usually something that you have to work towards. Yeah. And, you know, there's a it's long usually, road ahead. It's usually going against the current. Yeah. But no one wants to go against the current. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like easier to swim with the current, right? So, because when you think about it, the way everything's set up, and the way when we go to school, and and uh, what we're taught by our parents, and mm-hmm. most people is to stay in one lane and stick to one lane. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna kind of talk about that later too. But so you get stuck in this box, and you get put in in a place where. When you're going to school, like your brain is still developing, you're still learning new things, you're still learning about yourself. And how many of us uh, graduated high school and then we had to go to college and then they said, yeah. "Well, what do you want to do with your life?" And, yeah, and then you're in college and you still don't know. Yeah. You're just you're doing your classes, I feel like I've got you're doing that my your whole major. Life. Just like I, everyone just expects me to know what I want to do, even like starting high school. Yeah. It's like, dude, I just graduated eighth grade. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to start thinking about your career and you're yeah. 13 or 14 and you're like, what? It's insane. What are you talking about? I'm thinking about like puberty yeah. and video games. And girls and like all that yeah. shit. <laughs> Just yeah. being cool. I don't even know what any, you know, I don't know what the real world yeah. is like. You, and many of us weren't even working. So we didn't even yeah. know what working was. Working for us was going doing homework. Yeah. Studying for tests, you know. You're just institutionalized. You're in this, you're put through school. All so, these years, and then you get out, and they're like, "Go do, you know." Super repetitive, pick too. You know, like we, I never, like when I went from middle school to high school, I was just learning the same shit. 
There's yeah. nothing new, nothing like eye opening. Like, oh my god, I haven't experienced this before. I want to do this my whole life. You know, yeah, yeah. it was just like you learn algebra in eighth grade. You're gonna learn algebra in freshman year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're gonna learn harder algebra. Yeah, it's the same. you're gonna learn trigonometry. Yeah. Even when I went to college, it was like, oh, you learn uh, math, this math in uh, high school. You have to take a freshman course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Pressure, and you got to pay for it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's the same shit. And then you're in college, and you're 18 to 20, whatever. And when you're, as you get older, you just realize how much you didn't know before, yeah. and you still don't know now. And but you're forced to make all these hard decisions. Mm-hmm. You're not forced to, but you're told to. Mm-hmm. And you know, you kind of go through the motions because you you're they make you think it's the right way to go mm-hmm. and there's no other choice most people will have you think there's no other choice um but i don't think i don't think school's for everyone i don't think college is for everyone um it depends what kind of mind you have and mm-hmm. there's not a lot of structure in place for us anyway going through like the public school system where they uh kind of help you expand on your own ideas and and push you in the direction that you want to go yeah. or that you're thinking about i think school is just presented to us in a totally different way i've been thinking about like school and shit often like mm-hmm. recently yeah and how people like i agree schools will somewhat shit but also can open doors like it's not a yeah. total waste of time no but the not. way it's like presented to us like just go to class do good in school and on your papers on your tests and then you'll get a job and be successful <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. not true. It doesn't always work. Like what you that. should do is go to school, do all that shit, but also use school as like an outlet to meet people, network, and mm-hmm. find out what truly inspires you. Shit, mm-hmm. but, but we're not told that at all. Our parents are just like do good in school, do good in school, do good in school. Don't yeah. do good in so- your grades. social life, and you know. Yeah. But they know. don't. They don't know either. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. our parents don't know either that when you go to school, it's kind of. Yeah, but it's kind of bullshit. Even you know? even school doesn't teach us that, you right? Know? School doesn't teach us about networking or anything. no. It's just about passing tests and and just yeah. memorizing information. Just be another. Just gear. memorize this right now. You won't remember it when you graduate. Memorize it right now. Mm-hmm. Pass these tests. Pay us money, mm-hmm. and then you'll get a degree that maybe you'll get some job. It's also because you know? like I feel like the teachers are brainwashed too because they're just like bored and just want to teach the class and just in front of them and just move on with their lives you know it's just everyone's just another cog in the machine yeah everybody's playing a role yeah and you get you get it's very um it's not open-ended it's very just straightforward and do this yeah and i was talking i was talking yesterday um with one of our friends and we were talking about how uh how women versus men when it comes to these sort of things that women tend to lean more towards uh being safe and comfortable and they don't mind really going down those paths and just kind of graduating and just working a job nine to five where they're making money and because they lean more towards safety Mm -hmm. and we were saying how that might be just in women's nature because they want to like instinctually they want to make sure that they're safe like their family is going to be safe you know that mm-hmm. and, and the men are to you know uh instinctually want to be more adventurous and go out and like get shit and do shit and be, mm-hmm. you know they like men are the kind of like the hunters that have to go out and and face danger 
and come back and women are kind of you know if we're going way back the ones that just kind of stay behind and make sure everything's good mm-hmm. for when the man comes back or, or whatever but obviously this is more modern times this is not like hunter gatherer uh, yeah. society but but i think there is something embedded in us where women do uh care more about safety and stability and um and i think men are kind of more lean towards being adventurous and you know get get it putting themselves out there mm-hmm. but of course there's exceptions on both yeah. sides some yeah. men only care about money and safety and some women only want to get yeah, out I there and be adventurous i've seen both i've seen women who are extremely ambitious and do not care about their li- lifestyle their living um Situation. situations and just want to just move forward with their career and stuff you know they don't right. care about comfort right you know? and same thing for men like I, i've seen men that are just worried about comfort and getting money and just uh starting a family and all that shit like not really uh, like they may have a passion but not really pursuing they want to just start their family and be comfortable and you know well i i find that most of the time those men are just scared like you could you can tell in their demeanor or the way they do things i mean that's what they're kind of cowardly and if they were braver if sorry braver is not a word if they were more brave uh, they would probably not be doing that. Yeah. You know? You could say the same thing about anyone. Anyone yeah, doesn't want to yeah. follow their passion. They're scared. Yeah. That's what, scared that, of what's going to happen. That's what it is. Like, comfort versus uncomfortable. Yeah. They're scared of being uncomfortable, so they don't know the the outcome. You know? Right. They're just scared of the unknown. Like, what if nothing works? And well, I'm poor. I'm broke. And I can't support yeah, anyone yeah. and stuff. That's I can't eat. Word. And I can't pay my bills and all that stuff. Well, I, I noticed that's literally the problem that I have. Or I've had with, um, you know, past girlfriends and stuff, especially the last one. <clears throat> and um, she was, uh, she was so, like, the biggest uh, argument we would always have is that I was so uh, uh, reckless, sort of. Well, in her eyes, I was reckless. And I didn't, well, she in her defense she did see me struggle a lot and do a lot of uh things out of passion for example like if i had to uh if i was training and a tournament was coming up that i had to fight or you know roll whatever do jujitsu or how to do karate or kickboxing whatever the fuck it was and and i barely had any money at the time to like even eat Mm -hmm. like i didn't give a shit i would just spend the money to go to the tournament and she's even been there where i went to a tournament and um i went to go compete and i you i didn't eat like the whole day good you're good i didn't eat like the whole day at all like not even not even afterwards and i just used whatever money i had to compete hold on one second technical difficulties you're good you're good so I, I used the money, the only money I had to compete. I didn't eat for a whole day. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw her, like, later at night, and she, like, brought me something to eat, and she's like, why would you do that? I'm like, well, where, where else am I going to get this experience, you know? This is hold what on, I'm, I'm passionate about. Sorry, guys. Hold on a second. Okay. We good. So she didn't understand that. She's mm-hmm. like, why wouldn't you just want to, like, eat? Not even, like, you know? Uh, being understanding just like no, what's no. wrong with you just mad pissed <laughs> off yeah just scolding you just mad pissed 
But that's just one example. But there's there's plenty of uh, examples of that. Um, it's funny because um, I had the complete opposite experience. It's just like my my ex girlfriend was. I thought she was like super ambitious and reckless to her way of living, and I was like, I I, I couldn't wrap my head around it because I was, I didn't see what she, where she was getting at. And as uh-huh. I thought about it, I was just like, oh, she was doing what she wanted to do. Right. Like she would, uh, she wanted to be like an actress, like do show. She would do shows, uh-huh. all that stuff. And, uh, that was like part, like one thing she wanted to do. And then she would also go to school and whatever. And like her living situation was not that great. She yeah. Was, she was living in a room. And, a and room. then her, fa- her parents was like, wanted to support her, but she didn't want it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why don't you just take it? She was like, I don't want it. And, yeah. And then at the time I was just like, that's kind of dumb. But yeah. now I see why she did yeah. that, you know. Well, to most people, the most important thing is just just happiness. Yeah. Like, to me, that's one of the most important things is just getting up every day and doing what I want to do mm-hmm. and chasing what after I want to chase after and not having to just get up and go to work and just do whatever other people tell me to do and mm-hmm. just go with the motions every day. That's that's a, a feeling that a lot of people don't experience and aren't going to experience, mm-hmm. so they don't understand it. And that's something that, you know, my ex, I know we're, we're talking about exes a lot, but you know what? When you get your own fucking podcast, exes, you can talk about us. <laughs> we're talking about you right now. That That's something that... This girl I was with couldn't understand because she had never done anything like that. Mm -hmm. And she was the typical case, like so stereotypical, like the stereotypical case of somebody that freaking jumps off a bridge is the literally the accountant that wants to be an artist or something, Mm -hmm. you know, that wants to paint and they really want to dance or something. And she was literally that stereotype where she's pissed because she's going to to school for accounting and she hates going to school like she's telling me i hate Seems going like to school every day you, it's like, just boring yeah it's just it's it sucks i don't yeah. like doing all this mm-hmm. math and whatever but i'm going to school for accounting because my mom is an accountant mm-hmm. and she says it's a good idea for my future yeah but you're miserable yeah. going to school and working these lame ass jobs and kind of you, you 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 don't have enough time to find out where your passion is, and now it's like I'm the opposite of that, mm-hmm. and it's I don't want to say she was jealous of my life. I don't think she was jealous. I just think she hated the fact that she couldn't yeah. do the same thing yeah. and that mm-hmm. she was stuck. Mm-hmm. So we would always get into these like clashes, you mm-hmm. know, um, because our lifestyles were so different. Like, yeah. and it was good for both of us because some of that was what attracted me to her like mm-hmm. that's the like i could learn from her yeah you know how to you know save more bill credit mm-hmm. stay like you know I, I learned a lot from her yeah but i think and i think she learned from me too mm-hmm. but i think she was like the just angry you know mm-hmm. i wasn't angry yeah. i was like all right we're, we're both uh adding something to each other you know and but I got up every day happy because I got up, I got to go train, mm-hmm. I got to go train people in the gym, I got to work on YouTube, work mm-hmm. on podcast ideas, do all these things. And, you know, I'm living in my own apartment, mm-hmm. she's not. And just, uh, it was such a, a clash of yeah. uh, 
personality. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like she was just uh, frustrated with herself. So she's like, oh, I'm I'm not doing what I want. So why why do you have the luxury of doing it? I'm going to be mad at you now. <laughs> right, right. I'm not yeah. saying I'm perfect, but yeah. um, I think that was the biggest problem. Yeah. That was the biggest problem. But again, it, it's not her fault either because that's something that she's been taught. Mm-hmm. You know, go yeah. to school, just make money, save money, don't worry about anything else. Yeah. And often if when our when our uh, ideals are challenged, we feel very like defensive, like vulnerable. Yeah. So there's like, oh, you think you're better than me, like sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it that it's was, understandable, common, you yeah. know. That's why I don't get mad at people who are like get mad at at, at me or like someone else who just. I could see the jealousy there, but I can yeah. understand why you feel like that. So I'm not going to yeah. call you out. Being like, you're a fucking asshole. Stop acting like that. Like, yeah, I'd rather talk to you and find out. Yeah. that ha- That's happened a lot. Even with family. Yeah. I- I've had family literally tell me, you think you're better than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I-, I just be like, what? Where'd that come from? Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. Like, it's funny because you you kind of have these blinders on because you're so busy just trying to do what you want to do mm-hmm. and like outside of these blinders there's so many people just watching you and most of them don't like you be- or don't like what you're doing and are just judging you mm-hmm. and then some of them are supporting you you know yeah. but the majority is negative and it's just it comes out of insecurity it doesn't come out of hate they in don't the, hate you in the end those people who are mad probably want to be there where you are too right but they, they just don't, they don't hate you yeah. Yeah. yeah they're just insecure they just yeah. want what you have yeah. or just your mentality you know that's even more motivation to keep going and not mm-hmm. letting that you know get to you yeah like everyone's someone's always watching you so you should all even if they're hating on you they want to be there you know yeah. they want to have that motivation you have and stuff so yeah, they just want that state of mind yeah eventually they're gonna get they gonna they're they're mad whatever they're hating but then eventually they're gonna be like you know what maybe he's onto something yeah, maybe they're gonna start to maybe change. I should do something different you know here yeah yeah because that's, that's how I'm I, the type the way my mentality is is I can't do anything I don't like I can't do anything I that I'm not interested in I can't do anything I don't like if I'm unhappy in a situation if I'm unhappy with a job, if I'm, you know, wherever I'm at, mm-hmm. I will do the opposite to get away from that. Yeah. And most people won't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it drives me crazy when the the fact that right now I have to work a nine to five sort of job and sit at a desk or push pencils or do whatever the fuck that drives me crazy. I just want to put my fist through the computer. Mm-hmm. But but that's because I'm not because I don't like to work, but because I'm I go to you know that regular ass job and i just start to think about all the things i could be doing mm. and the ideas just start flowing like how many times am i at work and then i just start texting you like mm-hmm. we should do this mm-hmm. or we should try this or whatever and that's because i'm just sitting there thinking about shit i'm not i don't care about this job yeah um some people don't have that mentality and they wish they did mm-hmm. and i think it just it just um you just have to be brave. I don't mm. know. I don't know how you, how I got this brave. I, I think it's my mentality changed when we were like teenagers. Yeah. Um. Th- through sports, through you know the gym, mm-hmm. through uh, other influences. Yeah. One of my biggest influences, I think, was my high school wrestling coach, because he. 
always put ideas into my head. Mm-hmm. I, like I, I could talk to him forever. Like we would just talk and he would, and I think about it now and it's mad funny. Like the shit I used to say or think about, I'm like, he probably thought I was a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> but I mean, he understood I was a kid, of mm-hmm. course, you know, the same way if I talk to like one of your brothers mm-hmm. now or something, I'm like, he's a teenager. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, he was such an interesting guy and he is sort of a, a entrepreneur in his own right. You know, he, he bred animals. Yeah. He sold, he sold, uh, animals. Which is and fucking awesome. I always think about that. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. something I want to do later on when I get a house. Just fucking breed reptiles. <laughs> yeah. Fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, he did all these things and, and he was like such a great guy, like supported me in a lot of things. Like gave me money to like go on dates and and mm-hmm. get you know my personal training certification the first one i got he paid for um and somebody that we could just talk about ideas and different things and that i can do you know mm-hmm. we talked about the military we talked about you know business we talked you know whatever uh some but some that so that started early when when i was a teenager just kind of I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just in me where it was just like I like doing these things and I'm going to keep doing what makes me feel good. Like mm-hmm. what makes me feel good is competing. Mm-hmm. What makes me feel good is lifting, uh, training people, helping other people. Um, just I don't know. There's a lot of things that I'm into. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you get out of that once you're an adult. You know, once you're an adult how do you become brave because maybe i'm not brave maybe i just started this idea of being open-minded and doing whatever i want to do no matter what early and it just kind of felt like it's been so long it's just like discipline now mm-hmm. it's just like a habit mm-hmm. it's just it's it's not like i'm being brave i'm just this is my habit my habit is i do shit that i want to do and i don't do shit that i don't want to do yeah um, so if you got into the habit of your whole life doing shit that you don't want to do and just people telling you what to do, I don't know how you get out of that. I don't know. Because yeah. I, I just tell people it's just a matter of being brave. But yeah. how do you be brave, you know? For, I mean, I think you have to just start off, like, just doing one thing. Like, breaking the habit. Breaking the cycle of doing the same shit over and over again. You know? Just going, waking up, taking a shower, go to work, eat, go home, sleep. <laughs> Like just breaking that and doing one thing, at least one thing out of your take like an hour or two out of your day and just do something you don't normally do and you want to do and you're passionate about. Just start there. Yeah. You know, just start small. Like a lot of people are, they get they get um like frustrated because they think they have to like start big and like like I want to yeah. do this so I have to you know I have to be right away and they also want and like they, think things they also have to want be perfect. yeah and they also want like instinct. Uh, gratification of right. that thing so if they get discouraged if it doesn't work out so but you have to understand shit takes time and you have to just start doing one thing at a time first so right. that's one way to break the, yeah, the cycle yeah, i think you start you start small you 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 can't be embarrassed yeah because as teenagers we have more time we could if you start as a teenager yeah. it's easier you have more time to work on yeah. whatever now as an adult you have responsibilities you might have a kid or something yeah. you know so it's yeah. it's a little bit more difficult but it's possible yeah yeah, yeah. i think you gotta smart start small mm-hmm. can't be embarrassed to do anything you know i i think as an adult you what are you embarrassed about i don't 
I, I, tr I try more often not to be embarrassed and just do, sh do things that um, are outside of the norm for me. I think I'm already a little weird and crazy, and my challenge is bringing that out more and more mm -hmm. around everyone. Mm -hmm. There are certain people like you guys, certain family, that I can be 100% completely myself, and I don't give a shit. I do it around my girlfriend. Um, and I, every day I think more and more about how can I bring that out into the, I think it's so important for you to do what you want to do and, and be what you want to be. You have to be a hundred percent yourself. Mm -hmm. I said this last time, I think life's like a game where like, if you want to unlock your potential, you have to find out how you can be a hundred percent yourself in this, in this world, like mm -hmm. outside, inside, wherever mm -hmm. some people are great at that. And those are, I think those are the people that usually become stars, you know, mm -hmm. that are 100% themselves. They don't give a shit about what anybody has to say or what anyone, anybody thinks of them. But that's hard, too, because the people are so judgmental, yeah. family, friends, judgmental. Like, you no don't, don't want to. No matter what, if you're going against people's ideals and you're going to be yourself and obviously no one's going to be like you. People are gonna start yeah. questioning you, like, "Why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, who are you? Whatever." You have to understand. You always have to. You always have to defend yourself, no matter what. So if and if you're truly passionate about it, you can defend your ideas and stuff. Like, you, mm -hmm. you don't let anyone tell you how not to live your life yeah. or how not to be you. You know. Right. So if it's someone's just like, if someone's questioning your personality, that's that's kind of weird, right? Yeah. You wouldn't want no one to question who you are. So yeah. why not just be who you are? And just if someone asks you, like, what the fuck is wrong with you, just be like, yo, it's, that's just me. You know, <laughs> It may not make you happy, but it makes me happy. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of the time now, too, is is not offending people. That, for me, I know that, for me, holds me back a little bit because I have a crazy fucking mouth. And I'm very clever and, like, I could think very fast and, like, just i don't know like some sometimes I, it depends like who's around me like i know when i go to work the people that i work with they're family friends and like we're close and we can joke about whatever and they you know i could come in and like comment about something about someone's outfit or whatever just make fun of whatever like if they say something um you know, for example, like there's this guy that I work with who was who was uh, in the Navy or I don't know. He's in the military and one of them and he's always talking about it. So sometimes I'll just come in and I'll just be like, yo, man, were, were you in the military? You know, like I'll just fuck with him because he's mm -hmm. always talking about it. Um, but I, I don't know, like I, I like to just say whatever, whatever I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, and a lot of the time people get offended by that and i think this is like the era of like of being offended mm -hmm. and everybody wants to be offended by everything mm -hmm. so sometimes i second guess myself like maybe i shouldn't say this maybe that's a f they'll get offended or maybe this girl will think i'm trying to hit on her or something yeah. when i'm just like making a joke or you know whatever mm -hmm. i i, I don't want to get fucking persecuted you know yeah so that that's super annoying but then at the same time, I don't know. It's I think a lot of people are like that, like how I feel, and it's I think it's crippling a lot of people. Yeah. You know, all these soft ass people that want to be offended or want a pity party. You know, they're they're fucking up all the 
confident people that mm-hmm. you know are actually want to put themselves out there. Yeah. So it's it's bullshit, but yeah, stop being babies. Fucking babies. <laughs> yeah, so, everyone, everyone's just super triggered nowadays. Yeah, that's everyone's, a cool thing to do. If you, yeah, I don't know. It's like it's weird because it, we we fear we fear like uh, public shaming more than anything else, mm-hmm. and it's like a tribal thing. Like yeah. if you were like in the tribe of yourself, you don't want to be an outcast because right. then you'll like lack the resources. You know, if yeah. we're speaking like way way back then, so it's sort of, sort of the same thing. Like yeah, if you shame someone, yeah, especially with social media. Now we have like now the world is a tribe because we we close the walls right. because we have this open uh, platform where we could talk to everybody around the world. Yeah. So now we have more eyes and ears on us. Yeah. We're just afraid. Yeah, you could be judged by anybody and mm-hmm. everybody at any time, and you you kind of you want to censor yourself because you don't want to be not seen as a as a person. Mm-hmm. You don't want to not you don't want to be seen as not a part of the the group. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh, and then there's people that enforce that like because uh, I don't know. Crazy, but I I think so. Uh, a big thing when it comes to uh, you know safety versus passion is is not defining yourself right. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things. Like if you're passionate, I the people that are in the safety zone, you know, in the comfort zone, they don't understand that you don't have to just do one thing your whole life, mm-hmm. and you you can you don't have to define yourself. I think. At every moment in time, we can be something different and we can do something different. And I think what what fucks people up is that they think they have to. What they they go, what am I mm-hmm. or who am I? Yeah. And that could be anything at any point in time. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to be, if we want to be podcaster, YouTube, you know, content creators right now, that could be for the next five years and then after that let's say we make a bunch of money or whatever we can move we move on to the next thing maybe we want to do another business thing yeah um i could be a fighter right now and then maybe i want to be later i want to be a a actor or a fucking comedian or whatever i love people like that man just it's just so it's so crazy how they do that shit you could be like like crazy good as being a fighter and an athlete Mm -hmm. for like five ten years and then totally transition into like business and selling i don't know whatever yeah and doing or doing becoming an artist or like going to school becoming a chemist and shit like there's t- there's a bunch of time yeah, yeah. we have so much time but we limit ourselves and we feel like right. we're just stuck we're just like oh we only have 10 years to live let me focus on one thing mm-hmm. i can't do this because i have no time right. so we should definitely like understand that we can do more than one thing and yeah it's just also yeah. just being afraid to like you said that's like when when I started doing cancer research with you before that you know I did so many things but before that I was doing martial arts and like I was teaching at a nonprofit and I was doing different things and trying different things yeah. and then I just said okay well I'm smart enough and this is what most people would not do right and this is what I I don't give a fuck about that job what I give a fuck about is how I got that job and, and how I did it at the time. Mm-hmm. And what amazed me about myself, 
because you you have to tell yourself things. This is what people don't understand is that they think you're being cocky or or whatever when you talk about yourself like this. But no, you have to talk to yourself in a in a positive way. Mm-hmm. You have to enforce uh, these these po- positive habits and characteristics and thoughts onto yourself so that they become real. Now, if you're telling yourself, I, I, I'm a piece of shit and I can't mm-hmm. learn anything new and mm-hmm. I can't do anything different, I shouldn't even try, mm-hmm. then you're not going to experience so many things that you could. Mm-hmm. So when that job became available, I knew, I told myself, well, I'm not a dumb person. Mm-hmm. You know, We talk about this these sort of things all the time. Give me the books. I'll read. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll read the papers. I'll I'll do whatever I have to do. And if I if if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Yeah. But at the time, that was my best uh, shot at making some good money and pushing myself in a direction that I needed to go. Yeah, you're um, super uncomfortable because you've never been right. You I have no experience with like. Uh, like that field right no it's like you never went to school for like science like hardcore science and shit so no, i can no, understand no. how yeah like that was i out had, of your comfort I had zone, the right? basic knowledge but yeah. not not i wasn't uh a specialist i right. wasn't you know i wasn't a professional at that yeah. you know so but i told myself whatever we're gonna we're gonna try because that what at the time i was looking for work mm-hmm. and an opportunity presented itself i didn't have a place to live and I was with you, you mm-hmm. know, and and things weren't going so great. I wasn't unhappy mm-hmm. because, again, every day I was waking up and doing what I wanted to do and needed to do. And then this opportunity presented itself and I said, all right, I'm going to give it my best shot. And I didn't say, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm so dumb. I can't learn this and I can't do it. And then I did it, and three interviews later, I was in there. And then mm-hmm. I did it for two years, and then I left. Yeah. And then, but at that time, if you asked me any questions about what I was doing, I could tell you everything about what I was doing and what it meant and the experiments and mm-hmm. this and that and the data and blah, blah, blah. If you ask me now, I don't fucking remember. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember some Somewhat, of it. Yeah. But at that time, that's who I was, mm-hmm. and that's what I was doing. Now... I've moved on into more entrepreneurial, focusing on business. You know, I started a website, focusing on the podcast, focusing on YouTube, focusing on getting more clients in the gym, which Mm is everything's been slowly but surely working out. Mm -hmm. At at this time, that's who I am. Now, if this is who I want to be for a longer time, a long time, that's my decision to make. Mm -hmm. And I can do that because... I'm running the day. You know, the day's not running me. I'm I'm doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So people that get stuck saying, "Well, I've been doing the same thing. This is who I am." You're you're gonna miss out on a lot of things that that you could be doing. And it, I think a- anybody could do anything. I think h- humans are so like pliable mm-hmm. and and they can learn. But as long as there's discipline, as long as there's passion and a purpose you can do it mm-hmm. if if you're just going through the motions and there's there's you you're going you're doing things for no reason of your own then you know it's you're gonna always be that upset person or jealous person or insecure person yeah and you're not gonna be excuse me you're not gonna live out your potential mm-hmm. yeah just uh 
It's crazy, man. Yeah. I see there's so many no, people like that. There's <laughs> no, yeah, there's no it's book people, with your name in it, and it says the definition. Yeah. You know, it doesn't say, Kevin, the definition is this. The, this person is this, you mm-hmm. know? It doesn't exist. Yeah. And, it's, and it's crazy how you can't really, if you look at it, like, you can't really define yourself without knowing if, if you're good at it some other thing that you might want to do like right. let's say that, i don't know you're like a banker whatever and you go to a bank and you work your job but you have an interest in art painting or something and you you just go home and you're like oh, i have no shot in painting because i'm yeah. not a painter i'm a banker well you didn't even you know? try you don't even know you know you don't even try like you love painting but you haven't even tried the the skill yet mm-hmm. and also people also get discouraged because they see other painters like, oh, it's so good. I'm never going to be that good. You know, you, yeah. who cares if you're not that person? Like, you're your own person. That's the point. There's the point of doing your own thing to be good in your way. And that's what makes people attract, be attracted to you. Like, your uniqueness and stuff. So, like, your style of painting, maybe you have a different sort of, like, uh, stroke or something. Like, your style of uh, canvas that you use. Maybe it doesn't have to be the same, uh, like way another painter that you like has, uh, does this thing so yeah so i just gotta yeah you just, just go for it, it you know like when we were in school and we fucking well i sang for four years and you sang for like two right yeah that's another thing too like it's also that that happened because we had each other that right. we, we like because i wouldn't do that that was like it yeah it wasn't your choice it was, choice it was uncomfortable for me because i'm more of a i was more of an introvert mm-hmm so uh, since I had you guys, you you guys brought me out of yeah. We went to yeah. every show together. Yeah, we did yeah. everything together. Yeah, we would sing on stage and we would perform and do mm-hmm. all this shit that I wouldn't usually do if I was alone. Right. You know? Yeah, you wouldn't go now to a. And that's another a thing, thing too. Do a musical. If you're like afraid to do something or uh, uncomfortable, find other people who will share your passion too and right. work with them and uh, sort of be a part of that community too. Yeah. It's very powerful to be in a group with other people who share your ideas and stuff. It motivates the fuck out of you. I know it does for me, and it does for us, you know? Yeah. It's hard to do that when you're an adult, because that's the thing, too, man. Like, people have to talk to each other. Yeah. People, that's why I'm doing, again, I'm doing this, uh, I'm holding a a networking event at our house for whoever people that I know to come and talk to each other and that are trying to be entrepreneurs or be whatever, so they can make connections september september 8th 8th. september 8th if you're interested dm us we can give you the information if you want yeah so for sure we're gonna we're gonna have us we're gonna have other podcasters there we're gonna have um you you know artists there Mm -hmm. musicians we're gonna Mm -hmm. have models there we're gonna have photographers there Mm -hmm. just just to share ideas and network and talk to each other because as an adult, especially in New York, people don't want to talk to each other, and that's so annoying to yeah. me. It's crazy because we live in such a diverse and like mm-hmm. so overpopulated city. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're all so close to each other, but we don't talk to each other. Yeah, you know? and, and to for me, whenever somebody, if somebody's talking about something I'm passionate about, I instantly start running my mouth, mm-hmm. and you know, I'll, I'll end up talking for like too long. Mm-hmm. So I b- believe there's people like that. And then if you get people like that, they're all the same. You guys are going to all talk forever and bounce ideas off each other and learn from each other. Mm-hmm. But that conversation has to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of people that you're going to talk to them and 
they're just talking bullshit and you don't care what they're talking about. But there are plenty of people that care about what you care about Mm -hmm. and you should seek those people out um, instead of just, you know, watching, watching people and judging and trying to take ideas. Um, I think it's important to network and get ideas from each other. One one of the I'll never forget this thing I learned when I was uh, working, doing research. One of the the seniors that I was working with, he said, there's a there's a proverb or there's like a thing that Chinese people say. And in English, it translates to uh, borrow the chicken and lay the eggs. Mm -hmm. Well, in research, that means I'm going to steal your fucking ideas. But (laughs) but in real life, I take that as if we could, uh, you know, if we all have chickens, we could borrow each other's chickens and then lay our own eggs. You Mm -hmm. know, we can we can bounce. We could get ideas from each other. We can hear each other out and then grow something of our own out of that. Yeah. Uh, but you you can't do that if you only have your own chicken. You're only going to lay your own kind of eggs yeah. all the time. Yeah. You're your own. You're going to be in your own shit all the time. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta you know get uh, hear from other people, learn from other people. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. New York has this attitude. We all have this attitude and this ego where we think we don't need other people, or we're kind of closed off. You know, just walking outside, everyone's kind of on edge all the time. Um, it's so funny how we're quick to listen to people on YouTube or podcasts like, oh, yeah, you motivated me. Yeah, yeah, he has the same yeah, idea yeah. as me, but we don't do it in person. Yeah. Yeah, we don't mm-hmm. um, We do not do that with each other, you know. Mm-hmm. No, how, many, how many people look at their friends and be like, yeah, you motivate me or, you know, I want to I learn something from you, mm-hmm. but... No, we'll look at a million YouTube videos, a million whatever, listen to different podcasts, not our friends' podcasts, other people's podcasts, and, and, you know, come back thinking we know everything or, you know, like loving that person or, you know, building a relationship with that. That's why you get invested with YouTube people or whatever. That's why these motivational videos have so many views, you know, millions and millions of views. Yeah. And... That, that that stuff is weird. It, that that stuff is like drugs. Like you got to keep going back to get re-motivated again, re-motivated again. Yeah. Oh I yeah, think it's yo. longer lasting if you if you have a community in real life that motivates you. Yeah, that's why I got sick of motivational videos. Yeah, a long time ago. Out. Like because we just saturated ourselves. Yeah, every day we every wake day up. Watch it. Every day we wake up like oh, all right, well, motivational video. Greg Plitt. All right, we yeah. watch watch him and we go yeah. to the gym, and it just kept going, going years and years, and I'm just like. All right, same shit. Grind and do your work. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even now, like sometimes I'll catch one one day that's like, oh, I like, but it has to be something new. Yeah. If you're saying the uh-huh. same thing uh-huh. all the time, I'm like, I get, all right, I got that part. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing that already. Tell me something I don't know. Yeah. That, that's what again, and you you can get that from real life from other people. Yeah. Learn something you don't know that's gonna plant a seed mm-hmm. in you that's gonna grow into something you know of your own, something better. Mm-hmm. So, oh, we may, we hope we motivate you guys. guys. We hope we motivate you guys. We hope that uh, you can learn something from us, and we yeah. can learn something from you, and uh, we could all grow together. Word. Next segment: straight facts. It's that time. Straight it's facts. It's time. time to spit bust on those myths. Straight facts. Bust. Myth. Not not myth busting. Myth. <laughs> 
busters of no, lips. Burst. Yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Straight busters. Straight. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about uh, uh, instead of the uh, gym stuff, we're going to talk about fighting stuff or martial arts stuff, competition stuff, whatever, self-defense stuff. People who a common myth is people who train to fight or compete are aggressive, rage monsters who just want to fuck up everybody. People uh, or dumb people too. Like we talked last yeah. week about bodybuilding or you know people in the gym uh, being meatheads, being meatheads, and being dumb. And the same thing goes for um, people who fight. Mm-hmm. Why is all? I- Athletics in general. Everything athletic, yeah. Yeah, it's just like you're you're athletic. Oh, you must be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the, th- <Why? laughs> the thing is that it's so hard to translate. It's so hard to translate what goes into being an athlete, um, visually. Yeah. Or we 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 all went to school, so we all know how hard it is to do math and science and this and that and to be the best at that and excel at that mm-hmm. and be a professional at that is very difficult. But at the same time, there's a lot that goes into being an athlete. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of thought that goes into that as well. It's not just moving your body. Right. It's not just, it, just moving your, it's very, it's so technical. Yeah. It's so technical. And I would argue that it's even harder to be an athlete than it is to, to, uh, to fucking, I don't know, do something with your brain. Mm-hmm. You know, do not, well, that's what your brain, do something Academic. academically. Mm-hmm. I would argue that it's even harder because, well, sometimes, because you have to, there's so many things involved. There's coordination. You have to be coordinated. You have to have rhythm. Mm-hmm. You have to have, you know, proprioception, you know, like balance, knowing where your body is mm-hmm. at every moment in time. And that's just not with fighting. That's with every sport. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's a there's a physical aspect that you have to to work at and push past. And then the, then it becomes mental. You know, then workouts become once you get tired and your body can't is isn't um, producing you know what you wanted how you wanted to anymore being efficient how you wanted to then it becomes a mental thing. Mm-hmm. Now you're when you're pushing past your boundaries, now you're going overtime in your head, you know, yeah. like don't stop, don't yeah. stop doing yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's everything. It's physical, it's mental, it's emotional, you know, win or lose, it's emotional. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a journey and it's hard, man mm-hmm. going. And w- what I love is that I go to these, like, well, right now I go to two different, two different schools, two different gyms, right? I go BJJ Muay Thai and, I, and then I go karate Taekwondo. Uh, judo in another school and the culture is all different the the training's different but the mentality of all the athletes are the same mm-hmm. everybody's going in there to to struggle and get better at something just a little bit every day yeah. it's so hard to come into a class like let's just say bjj it's so hard to come into a class you're drilling techniques for however long and they're so detailed and technical. You know, you move your foot the wrong way, you grab the wrong thing too shallow, you 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 know, you you don't put pressure in the right place, you lean over just a little bit and then they're rolling you over, flipping you over, and and you get you're getting choked out every day mm-hmm. and then you're going back to do it again the next day because you you know that you're learning something. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and these people aren't just going there to fuck you up. Like, no, no one's going there to just <laughs> go like, yeah, there's going to be like 10 guys in there. We're all going to fight each other, fuck each other up. Cause that's what we like to do. And then we're going to go home. Like, and I'm sure those people don't last even if they exist. Right? Yeah. There's people that exist like that and they don't last. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. Um, so like in, in, uh, in the karate Taekwondo school, whatever, I'm a black belt there and we have people that come in like that, that try to like challenge and whatever. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm the guy that has to be the fucking guy that takes on the challenger and you know, you fight them and then whatever, it's over. Like you beat them up, whatever. And then they're like, okay, I want to come here. They take a few classes. First of all, they already came in aggressive. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, I want to fight and see if you guys are fucking, you know, good or not. Like who yeah. does that anymore? That's so stupid. Yeah. That's already a red flag. And then they'd start taking classes there because they're like, oh, I want to learn, you know, what, what you did. And, you know, you see, like, after a while, they just kind of go away. Yeah. Like, That's part of the mentality. Like, those people also think that everyone there is just want to fuck each other up. Just yeah, fucking yeah. range monsters. So yeah. I'm be like, the people come in and like, I'm the tougher one, you know. I'm, yeah. I'm going to fuck all you guys up because you guys already fuck each other yeah. up, you know. And they, they don't understand that it's hard. Like, yeah. you, doing... Like ever, it's so you you have to think about it so much, and it's 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 difficult to do these things. It's not easy. It's that athletes in whatever sport you do, they train repetition so many times with the correct technique, with the correct form that it's like second nature to them now. And then once things are second nature to you, that's when you can flourish and you could you could be whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but just to get things to be second nature takes a long time. Same, th like any sport, like I'm sure, you know, running, swimming, w whatever. All these things have these little things that are second nature that you have to be able to do without thinking. Yeah. Um, and that takes time. It's a thinking man's game or a thinking woman's game. Yeah. It's not a, it's not for brutes. You, the brutes usually don't last. Yeah. And if they do, it's after a long time of getting beat up by the smarter person because yeah. they, they come in, they tire themselves out, they try to fight hard, and they think that it's, that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. I, I love doing that You know, when I, when I go to a BJJ class and there's somebody that's just using all strength and like being a brute and like trying to like fight. I love just like waiting mm -hmm. and just like I'll just lay there or I'll just lay on top of them, whatever. And then once they're tired, I'll start moving and doing things slowly and putting them in really bad positions. And that, and because the same thing was done to me when, mm -hmm. you know, still, still, if I'm being an idiot and I feel like I have no other way to, to go but use my strength, mm -hmm. uh, it'll fucking backfire. You yeah. know, the better person will fuck me up. It's like strategy always overcomes power. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, also, there's also a balance too. You can do both, you know. But you have right. to. That's at a strategy. Right that's a strategy, nonetheless, right? Yeah. You have to choose when to when do to what. do it. Right. Yeah, at the right moment. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a in a terrible position, why waste all your energy in the terrible position? You have to move until you get to the right place where you can explode and use your strength. Mm -hmm. Same thing on the ground. Same thing standing up. If you watch boxing or you watch any sort of striking. They're using footwork and they're they're setting everything up with their head movement, their fakes, their footwork, just so they can get to the right spot where they can unload the hardest punch like ever. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it, like uh, Canelo and Triple G are gonna fight next month, mm -hmm. and 
the last fight was like that. It was exactly like that. They're both known for hard punching. They're both known for like knocking people out. But when you watch them fight, it's Triple G walking Canelo down and and picking his shots. You know, it, it, setting things up that that he's good at at his strengths. And then Canelo's backing up, but he's good at counter punching. So he'll back up and then find a spot to throw off a hard combination. You know, and they're just going back and forth like that. Mm-hmm. And there's there's obviously more, but I'm not gonna sit here and break down a whole fight. But okay. every 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 uh, competition is like that. Every fight is like that. Um, every sport is like that. Where there's so much involved, and that's why people think that it, if it was easy, everybody could do it. Everybody mm-hmm. would do it, right? Yeah. But it's not easy. There's so much time that that goes into it, and and there's so many little things involved that doesn't translate visually. Mm-hmm. So that's why people think, oh, this is kind of brutish and dumb, you know, or like if they're watching UFC yeah. or something. And that's what I thought until like yeah. I started hanging out. You know, we always hang out and you always like watch all these videos and you explain and shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah. shit, there's more to it, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, there's, there's so much. Just, the, yeah. it, it's, it's, that's what, what uh, attracts me towards it's it. It's super interesting. Yeah. Because, I, I, I'm a thinker and I like to think a lot and figure out why things are the way they are. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting to me when I go and and f- find out, you know, why, why, how, why and how these things work, you know, why, why my body in translation to another man's body, why am I able to do these things to him? Like how, how do I do this the easiest way, mm-hmm. you know, and how does he do those things to me like the easiest way? Um, but that's why people think, uh, athletes or fighters are, are dumb or me heads or just aggressive people that want to fight yeah. because it doesn't translate visually. They don't know that, you know, if a person, I don't know, the, the person that's, it's a boxing match and the person that's backing up is backing up just to set up a, a counter punch. Mm-hmm. Or they don't know that uh, if if the boxer is is orthodox and he's facing a southpaw, which means he's he's lefty, that the orthodox person has to always step his left foot on the outside of the other guy's right foot. Mm-hmm. You know, and they keep doing that. Like, there's so many things, like, involved in fighting that people don't see so they think it's just two people punching each other or just hurting each other that's why it's so silly when people you know they find out you fight and then it's like yo fight me yeah yeah, that's (laughs) the that's the worst too yeah so some people think you always want to fight because you train but it's like no i i I go and i get that aggression out or i get whatever ego whatever aggression also you know you know what you're capable of and you know you're gonna fuck them up so you don't want to hurt someone well yeah yeah well maybe i don't know they might fuck me up but just like an average joe just coming up to you like yo let's fight i think it's more it's more scary not that i think i'm gonna fuck them up maybe probably but it's more scary just thinking of that ki- it's like so chaotic mm-hmm. like fighting is so chaotic i don't know what the fuck they're gonna do you yeah, know yeah and they're not de- if i'm gonna fight someone in the street they're definitely not gonna do what the people do in the fucking yeah. in the gym it's all it's all, gonna be crazier yeah. it's gonna be crazy yeah. so but anyway i get all that aggression out and all that ego out on the mat you know on, in the school i have no desire to let that aggression out on anybody mm-hmm. walking around outside like I, I was talking to um, our friend Joel, and he was saying before he started training with me and like doing competitions, he would uh, 
he told me like I remember w- one time when I first met you and you told me you were training and you do competitions or whatever and he 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 said he asked me something about like if I want to spar or, like or would would I would I fight someone this or that like he asked me one of those dumb questions mm-hmm. because he didn't know mm-hmm. you know the only thing he's ever done is like box with his brothers and like they would fuck each other up mm-hmm. like at home or whatever and when he first met me he asked me one of those dumb questions like would you fight this would you do that or whatever and and i was like no like i don't want to do that no and he told me the other like this week he told me he's like i remember when i asked you that and now i understand what you were talking about because now that i've been doing this for a while i don't i don't have those feelings towards people you know i don't want to get in a chaotic fight with people or do stupid shit and Mm -hmm. uh yeah so if you ever meet someone like that, don't ask them. <laughs> don't yeah. ask them about that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, you, like, don't ask them if they want to fight. Don't ask them. Um, I don't know, just like stupid shit. Because it's they're doing it for a purpose. There's a means to an end. There's a reason that it's a special type of person. I think that goes every day to train, gets beat up, or gets choked, or this or that, and then goes back to do it again. There's so much involved. And there's so much learning Mm -hmm. and it's, I think it's more for people about learning more about themselves and, and more about other people and, and learning their craft and perfecting it. It's less about fighting, you know, it's less about hitting someone. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, it's kind of silly. It's funny, but, but, uh, it can be annoying. Yeah. It's super crazy. So same thing as last week. Um, Weightlift, weightlifters are not just like dudes who want to go or yeah. girls who want to go and lift weights. It's like also There's falls, a lot involved. It falls into the topic of like you can't you can't do more than one thing. So people just think like, yeah, oh, yeah. you're a fighter, you have no smarts. Like you never yeah, studied yeah. in your life. Like, right, you have yeah. no academic skill, so you're stupid. Yeah, you know? it works the other way too. Sometimes like I'll, I'll meet people that train, and I you know I'll tell them like, oh, I'm doing I'm doing research or I'm doing this or I'm. I have a business I'm trying to start on the side and they're like, what? I, mm-hmm. How do you, you must be so smart. And it's like, no, not, yeah. not really. It's just, I hate that. <laughs> it's just, I, I think my thing is I can be, I think everybody is like mediocre at everything. Mm-hmm. Some people are above average yeah. at some things. Of course, there's always genetics and you take, involved in environment and shit, you know? You take yeah, you take you take whatever those things are and you choose one mm-hmm. to become obsessed with yeah. and then you become a pro at that. Yeah. And then you become the best at that. Mm-hmm. So I know for me there's a few like there's like singing and, and music is like something I'm mediocre at. Mm-hmm. Like uh I don't know, what it, like there's things that I know that I can do, but I just choose which ones like I want I like the best mm-hmm. and pr- m- I think most likely I'll be the best at, or mm-hmm. I'll excel at the most. Yeah. But I don't look at anything and go, I can never do that. Yeah. I just go, okay, I'll, I'm pretty mediocre or like I'm pretty average at this. But if I work on it, I know I could definitely be above average. Yeah. That's why I hate people who are, when when they see like I'm in, I'm in science and research, they're like, oh, you're so smart. And I'm like, I, I, I hate that shit because it makes me feel like they're lowering themselves and making me look like the smarter person and i'm like it makes you look like like you don't work hard too yeah you know because you had to work hard to be there for so long and get get that job and do all that research i always tell them like it's not that it's just 
You just have to be disciplined and read. Yeah. It's read not the books. fucking. That's study. It's That's not it. Dexter's <laughs> laboratory. Yeah, like I wasn't born to like do anything. Like oh, you're literally born. You have some genetic, you know, uh, it, like a predisposition. Yeah, but you're not. You don't come out the womb with a textbook. You know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so you just have to put in the work. You know. I hate. I don't. I feel uncomfortable when people tell me that shit. Like, yeah. oh, you're you're so this and you're so that. Like, you could be like that too, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, not, it's like, not easy, but you have to like put. People just, tell you you're smart. People will tell me I'm tough, yeah. and I'm just like, I don't think I'm that tough. I just think I've been doing this yeah. for a while, yeah. so I know how to take a punch. Same thing with with research. You've just been doing it so long mm-hmm. that you you know s- certain things off the back of your hand now that whatever you 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 you're doing it every day. Yeah. Same thing with anything else. It's not. I don't think. I don't think anyone's born to do anything. I think you. There are some things that you can excel at the most. Mm-hmm. There's some things that you'll excel just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think we're capable of doing everything, and it's up to you to choose what you want to do. Yeah. Maybe you – like there's a, a lot of examples of UFC fighters who were amazing UFC fighters and retired, and now they're doing other things um, really well. You know, mm-hmm. they're doing other things like business endeavors, whatever – and some people will tell them like why why some for example i know of a uh, there's a guy in the ufc who retired early well not early but he's still young and he was fucking knocking people dead whatever uh his name's anthony johnson and amazing fighter and he was just like all right well i i don't feel like i i i don't think he has feels like he has anything he needs to prove more and he thinks he's reached like the 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 peak of whatever he's going to reach. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, now I'm going to retire and I'm going to do something else. And now he's working on a business and he's doing well that way. Mm-hmm. So, but if you look at him, actually he's bodybuilding now too. He's freaking huge as hell. And so if you, if, but if you look at him, you would say, Oh, you're going to be nothing but an athlete your entire life mm-hmm. or you, or you should be. But I, I, everyone has, everyone can, anyone can do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, choose what you're going to do yeah. choose what you think is the best for you and then just keep working at it it's mm-hmm. just work it's yeah. just work yeah. yeah people people diminish you when they say you're just good at something mm-hmm. oh you're just good at like when when i go to train or something and somebody will will tell me like like i have a good sparring day and i just beat everybody mm-hmm. and they're just like oh you you just like I don't know, they'll just tell me you're just good or you're just whatever, yeah, and like that's more of an insult. You know, they'll anything. treat me, yeah, yeah, they'll treat me a certain way, and it's like, dude, no. When I go home, I'm watching. Vi- they don't know I'm watching YouTube about fights and and yeah. breakdowns and this and that, and I'm I'm going to the gym, I'm going for runs, I'm training, you know, with my friends in the park on the side and mm-hmm. and working on little things that I want to work on. I'm not just coming here and taking the classes, and you think. Like, uh, whatever progress I've made is just from taking these classes like you. No, it's just the amount of work I put in, just like the amount of work you put into anything else. Mm-hmm. The amount of time you you take to study something and and put in the work, that that's what you're going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And you can do that with anything. It doesn't yeah. matter. You could, you could pick up anything. The amount of time that you spend staying open to it and learning and putting the work in, and being disciplined, that's what you're going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. But again, it just comes with that first step of being brave and and just doing it, just mm-hmm. trying it. Mm-hmm. You're going to be shitty at first. Yeah. That's fine. 
but you ha again you have to talk to yourself in a way that you know you're gonna get to where you want to go. You know you're gonna be the best at whatever you're gonna. You gotta tell yourself those things early. Yeah. You know, yeah, you find out why you're shitty too. You know, maybe everyone has a different way of working and learning. So maybe the, the way you're learning isn't uh, optimal for you. You know, the, I mean, the way you, you you thought it was meant to. You know, uh, right. The way it was presented things, to you. You know, maybe you're. You know, you might be good at fighting and learning things a certain way. And if I if I take that and try it myself maybe i'm not that great at using right. your your yeah, thought process methods, and stuff like yeah. that so i'm gonna find a way that I, that is better for me optimal for me to learn this certain thing you know right so you shouldn't limit yourself from from that you should right. all you should look at yourself as a as a way to find out who you really are and how your brain works yeah like find out how you uh how you can optimize that learning that you know maybe it's maybe uh you can't sit down and read for for like a long time mm -hmm. so just use another method like you know read for 10 minutes and do something else and then read for 10 minutes again and shit like that right. like there's other things to do and shit yeah know? there's always everyone's uh special individual yeah and you have to figure out what what works for you yeah. you know yeah all right questions questions preguntas you want to go first? No, you go first. All right. My one question for you is... What is it? What is it? I'm so curious. My one it's question hot, for you is... It's hot up in here, bro. I'm sweating. What was... If if any, if you, if you didn't have any, that's fine, too. What was your biggest epiphany... Uh, so far, I saw Jesus in a, big, in big, a toast. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god! It's not to be Jesus related, but if you want, that's what oh, I think about when it's someone the biggest, says epiphany. Like, realization, <laughs> yeah, it could be. Usually, epiphanies are religion related yeah. when people talk about them. Yeah, it's like a sauce. I, I have one that's religion related, mm. sort of. But go ahead, go epiphany first of anything. Just a, yeah, like something you thought of and you were like, oh, like something. Like clicked in your head, you were just like, "Oh fuck, this!" I just realized something, or I just felt something that was know. like, uh, "I have like many epiphanies every day, so just, I don't know." <laughs> well, so I said the biggest one. I don't know. Um, like something that just blew your mind. You 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 learned something by yourself, or you learn, or it just connected things in a way that you you understood better. Mm. Because I, I feel like most people, uh, you kind of get bits of information of everything, and then mm -hmm. an epiphany is just like something that puts it all together, and mm -hmm. you go, "Oh, this is why, this is why these things work this way." Damn, it's hard because, like, like I said, every day, like I learn something new, so mm -hmm. I'm just it just uh, shapes my perspective on the world. And like little mini epiphanies, uh, like something about yourself, maybe that like you're like, oh, I'm this way because of this. Mm. Damn. Uh, I don't know. I think one would be like when I went into working in the lab. Mm -hmm. Like I saw what the lab was and what science is really. Yeah. And yeah. it just like it's like just like, anything really. Like when I go, like we all. Like I have all these 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 perceptions of what things are, like everyone else, right? So when you actually do it, you, it, I'm always I'm always blown away when I'm wrong, and when I, when it's like, 
totally the opposite of what I thought it was. Like when I went to the lab, I thought everyone's going to be geniuses and shit and like, yeah. like super like smart or whatever. But everyone's just struggling, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just struggling like crazy and just trying to work as hard as they can, you know. Mm-hmm. And one thing that amazed me is my is the background of people like my my PI. Mm-hmm. It's like he's like he worked at McDonald's and shit when he was came to his country like an immigrant and whatever. And he started from the bottom up. Well, now he's like uh, owner of his own lab and stuff. And I always thought people were just born like geniuses, mm-hmm. like those high top people. And in my head, I'm like, damn, you could actually work to be. Yeah, he like there. kills himself. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. He's a psycho. Um, that's like one thing. That's like one epiphany, like a small epiphany, really. Like just being bl- mind blown away of, of. Like I had this this thought of how people are and how things are supposed to be, but it's totally different. Like I could totally be there, you know. So yeah, that's like one thing. Yeah, yeah. The the lab. Yeah, for me too. The lab. You know, you was, get there and you're like, these people are so so smart, right? And you realize that everybody just knows something and is good at something, but not everything yeah. like they're they are good at one thing their their little section of of science mm-hmm. we're all under this umbrella mm-hmm. of biology or molecular biology whatever but not one person knows everything about it mm-hmm. and everyone's struggling to learn more about it and gain more information about it mm-hmm. and it's kind of like and people pretend to know more than they actually do. Yeah. That's a thing that I've noticed a lot. I didn't know a lot at all. And mm-hmm. I was learning and I was because I was trying to learn from everyone, you start to realize like, oh, this person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Like <laughs> they're just yeah. good at doing that experiment they do all the time. Yeah, you yeah. know, they can only tell you about that mm-hmm. pathway or whatever. Yeah. Um and it's just like a bunch of people like you have the meetings mm-hmm. and it's just like a bunch of people that don't know shit trying yeah. to figure it all out together yeah. uh-huh. and a lot of people a lot of these, these people are like sort of similar in age they're young too yeah yeah and that's even more motivational like more mm-hmm. mind-blowing too yeah yeah like you you think all geniuses like genius people are like older and have experience and uh-huh. shit and whatever and even older people too they don't know what the fuck they're doing over there you know? yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. it's just an, it's so interesting yeah yeah that's like my PI always used to say, it's okay to say, I don't know. Yeah. Because everybody fucking pretends like they know everything. Yeah. It's, for example, like we have the student and he's, he's like in high school, high school student and he is like, you could tell he's like, uh, he grew up uh privileged sort of like he's, he went to a good private school. He's, he's still in, in high school. He, he's still going to like a private school or whatever. And he's like, uh, applying to Ivy League schools and stuff. And the way he goes about being in the lab is he likes to show, he likes to put on this mask that he thinks he knows everything, mm-hmm. but he doesn't at all. And Jenny always, one of the students that, that the PhD students that is mentoring him, mm-hmm. he call, calls him calls him out on that all the time. Like the other day I was on my desk and I hear her like, stop pretending like you know things. You don't. Just ask why. Ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's bad Because everybody there knows. Like yeah. everyone there knows. We don't really know shit. We're all we're all trying to figure it out. Yeah. We're all trying to figure it out. And this it's a it's a huge shit. difference too because we have a new PhD student, we have a new high school student. The PhD student asks so many questions and he has he's clueless. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it makes me feel so better yeah, yeah. about how 
about myself, you mm-hmm. know, because I don't know a lot of shit either. And he's a PhD student and he's had more education. He doesn't know either. So I feel like I'm the same level. And it motivates me for, to eventually be, uh, get my PhD too. So I'm like, I could, I could be there, you know. It's okay to not know things. Yeah, I, I think that's what life is. I think I think I think I have this thought every single day that parents <laughs> like adults don't know shit. Yeah. Like they just tell you what to do. I feel like everybody on earth in this world is just winging it. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. not <laughs> one person knows everything. Yeah. But people pretend like they know everything and yeah. they know every way to go mm-hmm. and what to do. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows shit. Nobody yeah. knows shit. So yeah. when somebody tries to tell me how to do my life and how to, you know, how to go about things, I'll take into account what they say. I'll listen. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, you don't know shit. Yeah. You don't even know what you're doing with yourself. Yeah. We don't live in a perfect society for a reason because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> yeah. How many? I bet you if you ask nine out of ten people, why are you doing what you doing every day? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I don't know. I'm just following. I'm just because it's what I have to do. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I do it because, but why? Why? Yeah. Why are you doing it? You know yeah. what? What purpose? You know, how much do you know about that that, that you're doing? Yeah. You know, it, it's just funny. It's uh, uh, so many people are like that. I think everyone's like that. Yeah. It's just you, you. I think life. You just go through life, fig figuring out. W- w- Figuring out life, you yeah. know, figuring out what you want to do, yeah. figuring out why you do things, figuring out how things happen. Yeah. People are always, people are always, we're all clueless. That's why people who appear to know everything attracts a lot of people too, because they're viewed as like leaders to people who don't know what they're doing. Right. So they're just like, oh, just leave the way. Like in the back of their mind, they're not mm-hmm. saying it, but they're, they're following mm-hmm. these people on social media and they're looking at YouTube and they... They they look at all these all the videos they're posting whatever for a reason because mm-hmm. they want some some uh, answers they want a path to follow yeah you know but that person on YouTube is also doesn't know what the fuck they're doing right. <laughs> they're probably they watching someone else who who thinks they know what they're doing yeah. they're they're <laughs> good they're good at what they're doing at the time yeah. and again this is what I'm saying at the time whatever you're doing that's who you are that's what you that's what you you know, at the time when I was I was working there, I could tell you everything about the science that I was doing, mm-hmm. and now I now not really. So that's what I knew then, and that what I know now is different. Just we just um, we just know what we know from experience, yeah. and we try to gain more knowledge from through other people's experiences. But there's no way in our lifetime that we can know everything, yeah. and it's just funny to me how. Everybody in one part of their life or the other is just clueless. Mm-hmm. They could be an expert at one thing, but they're clueless about fucking everything else. Yeah. You know, or they may be really good at doing something, but they don't know why or how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, people just we we don't know shit. Yeah. We don't know shit. I, yeah. That's why people that are so sure of themselves like make me laugh. That's what, like, that's what makes life life fun, man. We don't know shit, so let's go out and fucking learn. You know. Yeah. It may, it that's what drives me, you know. It's so interesting. Like I love learning new shit every day. I learn new shit every day, even if I'm not looking for it. Mm-hmm. I I look for something to learn out of everything, of anyone. So yeah. if I'm talking to somebody, I'm always looking for something to learn that I don't know. And and I feel like everyone knows something you don't know. Obviously, that's just like yeah, statistics, you know. Where <laughs> so many people on this planet, someone always knows. Yeah, someone always knows. And I was on a train. I was just like, damn. There's so many people. Like. 
It's funny how we go on a train and we totally blank out everybody on a train and we don't realize how many people are on this train. And I'm just like looking at everyone and it's just like everyone has a story, you know. Everyone has the like experiences that I've never experienced. Mm-hmm. And I and we always put ourselves first because you know it, obviously it's our life, whatever. But we don't we don't take the time to think about like what that what have, what has that person been through and whatever. Uh, it's just so crazy. Yeah. Like we have so many stories, but we just take it for granted. You know. All yeah. right. Your question. What's your question? Let me see. Uh, what's my question? All right. What is like? What's the most like when you're in a dojang or or anything? Like before, what humbled you the most? Like when you was first started, like you thought. Let's say you thought you were like a like a tough, whatever. Like you could fuck someone up, mm-hmm. and then something happened that made you like sit down. Like oh shit. Uh. Like the most memorable one. There's a few things, but probably probably when you you think you th- you think you don't know, right? You don't know. So I think I was like 19, and I went to a kickboxing competition, and I was like, okay, I know how to punch really good. I'm mm-hmm. learning how to kick, so whatever, I'm going to just do it. So before that, I've done like wrestling and jiu-jitsu competitions. There's no striking. So for whatever reason, I think I could do a kickboxing competition. I did jujitsu the same day actually, and I played second in the whatever in the in the division that I did. And then right after the kickboxing started, and uh, my family was there. Like my dad and his girlfriend were there. My aunt was there. My girlfriend at the time was there. Um, and I think like one of my little cousins was there or something. Uh, so I did the kickboxing competition, which is, which is recorded mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. on YouTube. I'm not going to tell you where to find it. but uh, So I did the kickboxing competition, and I, I was a beginner, a beginner division, and I got this really strong-ass stocky guy mm-hmm. for, for my fight, and which is like was like the worst – could be the worst thing for you if you're like a tall fighter. So – Again, I was a beginner, so needless to say, I didn't know how to keep him at my range the best. So he always got inside, and he just fucked me up. Like, first of all, everyone agreed that he was kind of a sandbagger. You know, like he wasn't a beginner, oh, and I really okay. was. Yeah. So he, you know, the way he was kicking and punching was like for real. Yeah. And uh, he wore some like small ass gloves, uh, and I was wearing like boxing gloves. Damn. I feel all his punches and shit. Yeah, yeah. I felt his knuckles, you know? So, uh, man, he just fucked me up. Like, I didn't give up, but I wanted to. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to. You know, like, he he kicked me in the stomach really fucking hard. You know, I had to take a knee. Um, Kicked me in the leg really fucking hard. Like, he punched me to the point where I almost got knocked out. You know, like, I I couldn't see. Like, there it was like uh, on the TV where you fucking... You just have the white snow shit on yeah. there. It was just like fucking sparkly, whatever. I couldn't see. And uh, he was just fucking me up. You know, I didn't give up. Like, I was fighting back. Obviously, I hit him too. Mm-hmm. You know, I kicked him in the head, punched him, whatever. 
But I was just getting fucked up, and I was just like, damn, I look like a bitch in front of my girlfriend, in front of my dad, in front of all this shit. But, but yeah, but, but then that was the most humbling experience because this is where people uh, find out more about themselves and what kind of person they are because I didn't lose and get fucked up and embarrassed in front of my family and my girlfriend and say, fuck this. You know, I said, yeah. I never want that to happen again. Yeah. And I've never been fucked up that bad again, not even close. Mm-hmm. Because that that emotion and that experience and feeling is so powerful that you remember it. Yeah. And and you, not to say that you're never going to lose again, but you're never going to have that feeling that you had again, again of not being prepared, of being hurt, of uh, being embarrassed, of whatever. Mm-hmm. And you take that and, and, and you build off of that. If you're the type of person that says that's uh, this isn't for me, I'm gonna quit or mm-hmm. like whatever. That was or maybe you don't quit, you just never compete again. No. There's plenty of people like that that go to a competition or a fight, they get in the ring and they get fucked up and then they'll keep training but they won't do that ever yeah, again. Or they'll they'll scary. take like three years off mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. I've seen it happen like two years off. And just get so traumatized from that one moment. Yeah, for me that motivated me. It, yeah. I was like, all right, when's the next one? You know, what's the next thing that we're doing? Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't. I, it's a fine line that you you play because you go. I'll, am I doing this for myself or am I doing this to redeem myself in other people's eyes? Mm-hmm. And then you keep going and you get more and more uh, humble. You get more and more your 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 ego goes away and you go well. Fuck that experience. You know, mm-hmm. fuck that was just one point in time in my life for fucking four minutes or whatever it was. That I got fucked up by some guy and everybody saw it. Mm-hmm. That was such a long time ago. It's it's so ins- insignificant, mm-hmm. and that's something that everyone has to understand. Not just with fighting. It's such a small, insignificant point in time in your life that whatever it is that you're embarrassed about or you have an ego about is gonna pass, and it's gonna be so far in the past. You know, one, once you once a few years go by or or whatever that you're going to forget about it. Mm-hmm. And it's so silly that, you know, you, I, 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 for example, I have that attitude with other things now. I don't like to get upset and I don't like to get mad. I'll take it for, like, my girlfriend hates it that I get over things so quickly because I'll be mad about something or we'll argue about something. And then immediately, like, I'll just think about it and I'll be like, this is such a small moment in time in the grand scheme of things do i need to be upset about this mm-hmm. and that's a lesson that i learned from from fighting do i need to be upset about this or do i need to learn something yeah. so if i'm arguing with my girlfriend or in, or whatever i go do i need to be mad about this right now okay i'll be mad about it right now but let me think about what i can do to not have this feeling again. Yeah. Let me think about what I can do to make things better for myself and my girlfriend. Yeah, or else you just be in a cycle of just the same argument over and over again. Yeah, yeah. If you're not trying to learn and grow from any negative experiences that you have mm-hmm. and you just always blaming someone else, like I could have been like, it, it was that guy's fault for, yeah. for being better than me yeah, yeah. And, and pretending he was a beginner. It's mm-hmm. his fault for having small gloves. It's his fault for fucking me up and, and now I'm not going to fight again. Mm-hmm. But no, 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 I didn't blame him. I took those experiences and I used it to learn more about myself and my style and what I need to do in the future. Yeah. And that goes with anything. It's just a moment in time right now where you have to 
humble yourself and just think of, think about yourself and why why am I like this? Mm-hmm. Why am I upset? Why am I doing this or that? Why is this negative experience having so much of an, an effect on my emotions and what I'm doing right now? Because when you're when you have negative feelings, you tend to do stupid things, mm-hmm. uh, and then you continue to do those stupid things if you don't think about it and think about how you could you know. I hate this corny term, but you turn the positive to a negative, right? Mm-hmm. How can I take this experience that I never want to feel again and and use it uh, as learning to do something different or do something new? Yeah. But but anyway, that was the that was w- one of the times that that I was my ego where I was humbled, you know. Yeah, it wasn't like ego, like oh, I'm the fucking, I'm the shit. It was just I thought. I was good yeah. enough, and yeah. then I wasn't. Yeah, you know, so that I was just like, okay. And then w- when you get f- fucked up, when you get kicked and punched in the face, you know, that that that's humbling too. You know, that's that's not an easy thing to take. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. So that was that was the uh, that was that. Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy how like. Got fucked up, but I, <laughs> I'm just thinking about like, yeah, yeah. like just fucking, I don't know. That sounds crazy. Yeah, it's funny. Okay, <laughs> when I watched the video, I could I could still hear it in my head, like yeah. my family screaming and stuff, and like my dad getting pissed off, and and um, yeah. like my girlfriend's there, like almost about to cry, I'm like just I'm gonna about die. The moment, the moment, like you received that first hit from him, and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I still have like five more minutes. Bro, he <laughs> kicked me in the leg so hard, I was just like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Yeah, then you then you realize what you're messing with, and like, yeah, you start fuck. thinking like, do I do I really need to do this? <laughs> yeah, like why why am I doing yeah. this? That's like the moment where you you have to think about what you're gonna yeah. do next. Like, do I keep going or do I like pussy out? Yeah, yeah, you, know? you gotta keep going. Yeah. Like you you can't you can't stop. Like I'm already here. Yeah, you right. can't walk away. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> Yeah, and, and, but it makes you think, why, again, why am I doing this? You yeah, know, afterwards, yeah. you're like, I'm fucking laying in the bed like a mummy, mad sore. And like, why am I doing this? Do I really need to do this? Mm-hmm. Is this a part of who I am? Or is this somebody I'm just trying to pretend to be mm-hmm. or whatever? And you figure it out. You just keep going. Yeah. But um, you can't. you can't just quit. You know, you can't force somebody to, you can't let someone force you to quit. Yeah. But it was funny though. I just think about my <laughs> my my ex girlfriend like fucking like tearing up and shit. I'm just like, yo, I'm alive, you know. Like, <laughs> I, you thought I was gonna die? They're not gonna let me die, you know. In this, I hope not. Yeah. In this, uh, in this, in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I'm preparing for some boxing and some kickboxing uh, soon. So we'll see. Uh, hopefully that doesn't Maybe happen. Did kickboxing before? Doesn't, uh, after that? After that, uh, kickboxing is something you don't you don't you haven't gotten into like really well, right? No, no, I didn't go hard into it. I've done ITF Taekwondo, which is which is like kickboxing. It's a style of Taekwondo that involves punching in the face and like all that shit. So I've done that, yeah. Why are you? Why are you so? I've done like, a few things. Why don't you cross that line? Uh, like I've noticed, like you always mention it, but you never go full force into kickboxing. It's always like to just well. There's a lot of things. Karate. There's a lot of things involved, like. Having the right training partners, yeah. having the right training partners. Is it because you know, it's just more hardcore? So you're just like afraid that. Well, it's a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to be over prepared, right? 
And right now I'm just like, fuck, I'm, I'm getting too old. Like, let me just do it. Yeah. Like the, it, there's more chance of you like getting really fucked up there. Well, yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. At the level I'm at now, like, yeah. yeah, of course. So I need to be even more prepared. Yeah. But a lot of it is too, is like par- sparring partners, like just, uh, you don't always have, it's difficult at an amateur level and it's difficult, it's difficult sometimes because you might not have. A lot of it is you get people that come and go in the gym. And if you're the person that's the most consistent, it's hard for you to to build yourself up. Mm-hmm. So, for example, right now, a few of the adult men that uh, that I would train kickboxing with don't train anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I'm, I'm not getting anything out of beating up teenagers or, mm-hmm. y- you know, younger guys yeah. that are less experienced. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to be able to hit, you know, mm-hmm. and the guys that I would hit, you know, for real, uh, they're not there anymore. Mm-hmm. So there's ways around that. Just working on being technical, just working on intensity, working on being uh, tired and still fighting, mm-hmm. like still hitting pads, still doing bag work, whatever, or just getting tired as fuck and then sparring those guys that might not be the same level as you or younger than you. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. But that's what I've been doing. Um I've been hooking up with my boxing coach a lot lately. Uh, I want to get into some amateur boxing. Um, he used to work at Church Street Boxing, so we're going to see if we get in there, mm-hmm. do some sparring with the guys that are already there. Mm-hmm. But again, just I got to build myself up and then just go into it. Like, that's what I'm going to get into. Yeah. You know, I'm leaning less away from the karate and taekwondo and more towards the full, full contact stuff. Yeah. But don't get me wrong, that stuff, I love that stuff too, you know? Mm. But it depends... Again, all these things I'm like pretty good at. I gotta figure out which one I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna excel the most at. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. The same. Every it's it's fear. Like it's the same fear that everybody feels when they want to do something and they're scared of what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, just mine has more consequences. Yeah. So, uh, but but, but you're yeah. still gonna do it. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I have to do it. Yeah. Like my my pride and my my ego and my passion yeah. won't let me just sit and yeah. not do it or else you're just gonna so, go out through life like oh damn yeah i, I, sh- I, I could have done that i, I should have done this yeah yeah so i'm gonna do it i want to do i'm definitely gonna do some boxing mm-hmm. and uh then jump into some kickboxing i actually i might kickbox in september mm-hmm. um there's a tournament so nice uh we'll see i'm definitely i know for sure i'm not gonna that's not gonna happen like what happened before mm-hmm. but um it's it's a different it's a it's gonna be a different thing a different challenge uh, but you know, I'm up for the challenge. Whatever. Cool. Main takeaway, guys: do what you want to do and don't do be scared, man. Do what the fuck man. you want to do, man. Don't be scared. Stop being scared. How long are you gonna wake up every day and just do the same thing and think about that thing that you really want to do yeah. and and not that, do it? That's like mental torture. Stop being complacent. Stop being overly patient. Take those. Just do it. Take those metaphorical hits. I like Kevin. He takes physical hits. Don't do- take <laughs> yeah. take those hits. Take those L's and turn it to W's. You know, every L is a W. Every loss. Yeah, if you like, turn it to the side a little bit. Yeah. You put, you <laughs> two, put another L. Two L's make a W, bro. No, that's a good one. That's true. Like I, I believe. We my should make a shirt. Don't steal it. Don't steal the idea. <laughs> my philosophy is every loss, every like um, discouragement is a way to learn. Like yeah. you learn about yourself, or you learn about L for state. learning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not exactly. L for take loss. Take those L's, turn into. Take all that learning, turn them into W's. All right, we're going to make the shirt. Don't fucking take it.
Yeah. All right, don't stay. <laughs> we'll sue you. I have a good lawyer. His name is Dante. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. As always, follow us on YouTube. Infinite Athletics FE. Don't let the autocorrect trick you. Fuck FE for iron. Instagram at Infinite Athletics. Infinite Athletics. Facebook. Facebook. At Infinite Athletics. Right? Yeah, Infinite Athletics. Yeah. And, and what is this? Podcast.com, yeah. iTunes, Google, Google Play. Play. We're uh, try to share get with our, your friends. We're going to try to get our shit on YouTube, our podcast. Oh, yeah. We're going to start YouTube now so you can see our handsome ass faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can put the. Uh, you know, raw the voice to the face. You see our raw form. You're gonna see how how we podcast in our underwear, <laughs> <laughs> in our pajamas, in our apartment with yeah. my dog, chilling. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see. So and you have a website. Oh uh, yeah, I got a website. Kmunizofc.com. That's my name. K. My last name M U N I Z O F C for online fitness coaching dot com. Mm-hmm. Go there if you. Want some fitness coaching? If you're an athlete, you're trying to get stronger, faster, bigger. You're you're a girl. You're trying to get a big booty, small booty. You want a six pack? Any goal, any person, hit me up for online coaching or uh, just programming. If you just need a routine, a new routine to mix things up, uh, you could purchase that online too, and you could send me emails. Cool. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Peace guys. Peace out, guys. Thank you. Later. <laughs>